So Carly sent me a picture before we started recording that looks like it's off Google because it's so beautiful. Yeah, from my new home. Um, I just moved to Hoboken, guys. So exciting. New apartment vibes. Woohoo. And I went for a walk this morning on the water and it was just like so pretty. The weather was perfect. You get gorgeous views of Manhattan skyline. I know I sound like really, really bougie and over the top, but it is really pretty. And yeah, so I am recording this episode from a new place. First pod in the new apartment. Very exciting. You know what you have to do, right? Every time you move to a new place, whether it's wherever, even in college, you have to start testing your takeout options by like picking five in the first month. So you need like your Thai place, your Chinese place. Your... I feel like you want to help me do this. <laughs> Maybe. But I'm very serious about it. Like you have to start testing your takeout places. Because if like also when it gets cold yeah, you're in not the winter time, you're yeah. not going to want to go far. So it's like yeah. you really got to know your spots. You're right. Yeah. But I, I know mean, that you can be very strict with your like options. Like you want a good dining experience. Right. I'm critical. Last night we went out with our friends to La Pecora Bianca, which by the way, amazing. The ricotta felt like it was off the streets of Italy. It was so good. A whip um, regut. Yeah, it was so good. It was really good. Um, Carly was very – so they didn't seat us for – our reservation was at 7.30. <laughs> they didn't seat us till like, 7.50-something. I don't know. It was, like, at least 20 minutes. 7.47. Eight. Okay. 7.48. It was, like, Carly – you know, our one friend, Emily, is not the most, like, aggressive direct friend, so – we sent her up, and the girl's like, oh, I don't really know. Like, you'll get seated at some point. I was like, okay, like, whatever works. And then you just see Carly in the background, like, I'm going to handle this. <laughs> we don't get seated. <laughs> like, I'm going to let her know. Um, but then it was actually so nice. We got seated, and the manager ended up sending us something free to the table. It, it, the food was so good. Good move. It was good. But Sarah <laughs> likes her. So she got rigatoni and vodka sauce. And we've had rigatoni vodka sauce before, like a spicy marinara. But this one wasn't spicy, and Sarah was very upset about it. Right. And our other friend kindly pointed out, but Sarah didn't say it was spicy in the menu, which, like, okay, fine. I understand, but I'm still mad about it. Um, so it didn't surpass the one at Stella's. No, we just, me and Carly, like, drowned it in freaking chili flakes. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we did. Because <laughs> we love spicy. Yeah, it was um, good. That was a fun night. It was, it was a good night, yeah. I will um, not go back for the Cacio y Pepe fritters. fritters? They no. really, they tried something new, and it didn't work out for me it didn't work out no it was just really it was a no for me but i'm glad we experienced it together i would love to be a food critic it'd be so fun it would be fun except when you're like tasked with going to a really horrible restaurant and you have to eat the food oh yeah but like think about your life is just touring different places eating that would be so fun yes i would like to be a stadium critic that would be i could uh, i could totally see and go to different stadiums Wait, Carly, you know what's so funny? There was a kid from our high school that, like, his goal is to go to every football stadium in the U.S. And he's, like, pretty much making his – like, I think he only has, like, two left. I've only been to six. But to be – two of them were because I was working. So, like, I was kind of, like, stuck in those stadiums for a whole season. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, but didn't leave me room to go to other ones. Right, right. But you'll have time now. Yeah. I need to start doing trips. Yeah. But that is my goal, yeah. But speaking of tours, okay, there's no greater tour than Sue Bird's Farewell, yeah. um, the show that she put on. Carly, did you get a chance to watch that last game? 
I didn't. I didn't. I'll have to watch the highlights. I watched some of the highlights. Yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't watch the whole thing. But she had such a clutch, crazy shot. And it's so sad that it had to be a playoff loss. Obviously, everyone wanted her to keep winning, clearly. Right. Um, and one of her, uh, one of the opposing players, Brianna Stewart, basically said that, you know, Sue Bird's ability to be herself gave us the ability to be ourselves. And we owe a lot to Sue. So she's just very well respected, yeah, across the league. And she's accomplished so much. And, you know, we touched on this a little bit when it was her last regular season game, but the Storm did make the playoffs. And, you know, like you were saying, Sarah, like she played such an amazing game and the Aces still, you know, won and knocked the Storm out. And that always is difficult because you don't want to see someone go out like that. But I don't think it affects her legacy at all. No, it's just really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, and of course you want to see someone go out on like the highest of the highs, but that's not always how it works in sports. That's why we love it. That's why we also like have these moments where we hate it, you know. Yeah. And like Subert's one of those players like Kobe who's just known to be like amazing in the clutch, you know, in the postseason this year. She had forty six assists, added forty six assists, excuse me, to her total, and she only had six turnovers through six games. And then in her last game, she had eight points and eight assists. So she's just you know, constantly turning it on. She's 41, but hasn't mm-hmm. missed a beat, clearly. I think if she wanted to play another year, she would definitely totally be could. able to. Totally yeah. good. Yeah. It's cr- like Sarah and I were talking about how long some of these athletes play. You know, she was drafted in 2002. That's 20 years. It's crazy. 20 that's- years. And, like, that's your, you know, when we see these players get emotional, guys, you start to think, like, that's their whole life. They don't know anything else. Like, that's that what it's been. That has been their identity for so long. And now they're, like, recreating themselves at, you know, like you said, 41 years old. I think it's kind of hard, Carly, because, like, someone like Serena, right? Like, we know what her next stage is. She's going to be focusing on Serena Ventures. Yeah. But sometimes I wonder when these athletes go to these different, like, business ventures, it's still – you're still always going to think about, like, Serena the tennis player. Like, it's very hard to establish yourself as, like, this credible, like, source for business when everyone knows you as, like, That's Serena That's very the true. Someone who has done a really good job – at like recreating themselves as some someone else mm-hmm. is uh, Michael Strahan. Yeah, that's a great point. He's done a really good job, but it's not easy. Yeah. And I think what helps him do that is he didn't stay just in the sports world. Like he does do things on Fox and that keeps him involved in football, but he branched out to just like regular entertainment where he is seen by a completely different demographic. Yeah. Which I think changes how people look at him. Yeah. So it is interesting, but as Sarah touched on, we also saw uh, Serena's last match um, this past week. So it's been a tough, tough couple of days. Check on your sports friends, Sue and yeah. Serena. Um, it's a sad out, time. Five days apart. Um, it's so sad. Yeah, but um, how did you feel watching Serena's last game? I mean, I cried. <laughs> like I cried a lot, and. I don't know like she obviously was emotional and like her tribute to her family and her her sister meaning everything to her was so beautiful yeah um but I I can't wait to see everything she's going to do in this night like she she you're gonna see her name in the headlines it's not it's far from over so I have to say um and we talked about this a little last week but being Serena's opponent and the woman that knocked her out is um Tom Janovic and she 
even said like i feel bad that i had to be the one to do this because like even she reveres serena yeah she was like i love her just as much as you guys do and it was so heartbreaking right and she like felt bad because everyone in the stands was rooting for serena pretty much yeah like, that's such a tough spot to be in as a competitor. i know i know so while we're on the subject of retirements we wanted to talk about some retirements that like meant a lot to us or that were just like that really shook the sports world. And I know Sarah, for you, that was um, Kobe's farewell tour. It meant a lot to you. Yeah, it was, it was so emotional. Like I cried so much during his last game. And like the thing about Kobe's farewell tour is like every arena you saw people just honoring him. And like, yeah, um, the NBA is, is known to have a lot of fans internationally. So during that farewell tour, the, the tickets were insane and people were coming all the way from like Asia Pacific and all these crazy countries just to see him. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's unbelievable the impact he had. And I don't know if I'll ever be asked sad about another athlete retiring, maybe Dame, mm-hmm. but, but Kobe for sure tops that for me. It has, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just about, I mean, obviously Kobe's one of the most talented players mm-hmm. to ever stop on the court but it also had to do with his legacy and his impact on the game. For me, when a player retires, it means a lot to me. It's how much they've changed and impacted a game for the better. Yeah. For you, like, who made you the most emotional when they retired? Honestly? I, I mean, oh, Lundquist, but it was, like, a weird retirement situation because mm-hmm. – he got signed by the Caps to be, like, their backup goaltender and ended up – they found out that he had a heart condition. Oh, my God. So he never actually suited up for them, which is, like, not how I wanted it to go. I only wanted him to be a Ranger ever. So, like, I was upset when he went to the Caps, but, like, I didn't right. want him to not play. So he ended up only, you know, really truly suiting up as a Ranger. But, like, when they did his jersey retirement this past year, that was, like, really, really cool for me. Like – he was like the goalie of my childhood and like reinvented that like goaltender position for the Rangers. Right. And like kept up that, that legacy. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Um, and then like, obviously like a really big one as a Giants fan was when Eli retired, but like I was never in love with Eli as a player. I always went like back and forth on how I felt with him. Right. Yeah. But, I was like I remember during his retirement presser, I was so emotional yeah i was like what's happening to me i never <laughs> liked him that much like i was always, yeah. just, like ju- i was always so critical of all his decisions yeah but then when he retired i was like oh my god that's my quarterback like what? I know. and when he said once a giant he said um like people usually say like once a giant always a giant but he said for me once a giant only a giant Ooh. um and i was like oh lost it so <laughs> <laughs> i i gotta just say really quick though anybody who's listening to this if you are a giants fan it's definitely worth going back to our episode with Kevin because Oh my god, Kevin Booth. Yeah. Yeah. It was the way that Carly and Kevin like relived that era was it's truly a special one. Was that one called Resiliency and Rings? Yes. Yeah, that was a great one. So highly, highly recommend. Yeah, because you're we definitely like relived that era, <laughs> that 07 and to eleven. Yeah. Sorry days. Um but also like can we talk about like, you know, we, we get all emotional when like players retire, especially if they mean a lot to us. But these players sometimes love to tug at our heartstrings and trick us. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Serena will do that, though. No, I don't think so. I think she's – that would be really messed up because we got real emotional. We were so emotional. 
no i i really think she's ready like i think because think about it she talked about how painful it was and how long she like made the like to think about the decision so you know she really had time i agree and and she does like want to grow her family and she has like all these other things in mind right right um i will say like the most frustrating retirement and it's probably i cannot imagine how packers fans felt was Brett Favre when he like re- retired and unretired like five times and then signed with the Jets and then signed with the Vikings like you're telling me you're gonna unretire and then retire unretire all these times and then you're gonna sign with our strong strong rival <laughs> that is crazy like that would piss me off so much I can't even imagine there were times so after the Giants fired um, Coach Tom Coughlin there were like rumblings that he was gonna go to the Eagles, and I was like, "Dude, just like you're old, like please don't, oh like God. just re- like just please retire and go. You're like, old, just oh please God. coach your grandson's high school football team. Like please don't go to like our rival. Like that'd that be would crazy. Crush me. Yeah, I feel like Tom is super well liked. Uh, there's like like mixed. I feel like he all my turned, friends that are Giants fans. Like I feel Tom. like he t- he turned um, his reputation around because. In the very beginning, he used to be super, super tough, and Strahan yeah, and him sure. used to butt heads all the time. Yeah. Um, and then he like really turned it around. Um, and then speaking of Tom's retirement, Brady, obviously, of course, like it was like that. That was wild. We talked about this when that happened, was but... crazy when it happened. Like his own friends were like congratulating him on retirement, and he still was like, "No." Do you think he'll retire after this year? Yes. Yeah. That I... would just be crazy. Like you know. He definitely will. Yeah, and I think Giselle is like, I'm done. Like, I know, and like we also don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but like he right. took personal time off. I don't know what's yeah. happening, but like he definitely needs to like have time for himself. I will stand by that. I think what's keeping him going is that he wants that undefeated season, but he's never going to get it. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. Um. While we're on the subject of football, um, the regular season starts tonight. Um. Rams Bills. You're going to be busy, Carly. Who do not, Sarah? Rams, but Bills. You, I think um, – I'm going to go with the Bills. Oh, oh, me too. I like the Bills. You too? Okay. Yeah. But, Carly, this is – I just realized this is going to keep you so busy with football season starting. You're going to oh be gosh, work, working some late nights. Yeah, so um, our – yeah, so we actually – this is actually a quote-unquote Sunday Night Football branded game, so it's NBC's game, which is exciting. So we have two games this week. Which is cool, and we have really excellent matchups. That's great. Which is awesome. Yeah, we got Rams Bills tonight, and then we have Cowboys Bucks on Sunday, which is huge. That's great. Yeah. Um, oh, we should play a little game. I just thought of this. What? We should run through Week One schedule. Let's okay. Pick them. All right, Week One pick up. You ready, Sarah? Yes. All right. So we're both going with the Bills for tonight's yep. game. Yep. Let's go. Interesting little take here is that Von Miller is now in the Bills and he just won a Super Bowl with the Rams. That's going to be exciting. Let's just put that in there. Let's gotcha. <laughs> just put that um, in there. <laughs> slide um, that in there real nice. Yeah, um, yeah. This is an interesting – I mean this game, Eagles-Lions. Um, Ooh. I'm going to pick the Eagles, not because I really want to, but <laughs> I really do – I appreciate what the Lions are doing, and I appreciate the grit, and I appreciate Dan Campbell's motivation, but I just 
I think it actually might be a closer game than we think, but I don't think the Lions are with it enough yet. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, uh, Detroit, like, their defense is, like, a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah, I think that's the safe, the safe bet right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Then we have 49ers at the Bears. Ooh. So right now on the depth charts, this was interesting. Like, there are all these talks in the offseason, right, about Jimmy G being yeah. traded maybe. Right. Well, he didn't go anywhere, and they ended up re-signing him. But right yeah. now, Trey Lance is still, like, number one on their depth chart. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's going to start. Um, so two young QBs going at it. I will always support Justin Fields. Yeah. I know you like him. Um, But the Bears, don't, he doesn't have that many people around him. Yeah. I like Kyle Shanahan. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm going to go with – I don't – but it's who I think will win. It's not who I really want to win. So I'm going to go with 49ers. Yeah, I'm going with 49ers as well. Okay. Um, Steelers, Bengals. I'm going Bengals. Joey B, baby. I'm going Bengals because my whole family is Bengals fans in Ohio. Yeah. And also the Steelers. The Steelers are starting Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the Bengals have an improved line, so like, let's see how that works. Yeah, out. that's gonna look. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Especially, it'll be a good test against T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward on that front. I, I know a lot of people are hyped for this game because a lot of my friends have Najee Harris on their their fantasy team. Fantasy team. So I do like Najee. Hey, it's a good pick. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Patriots Dolphins. I'm going Pat. Oh, I'm going Patriots. I'm gonna go Dolphins because we can't agree on every single one. This is true, but I'm like a hesitant Patriots because, um, the Dolphins added Tyreek Hill and they Ooh. already had Jalen Waddle, but they don't have a good quarterback. Yeah, I don't really like Tua. And then didn't um, the Patriots defense like take some hits too? Because they lost, um, they lost JC. They also lost the top playmaker in JC Jackson. True. So I feel like that is true. Okay, so I mean, I feel like it might. It's gonna be closer than we think. Yeah, it could be a good one for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then we have Browns Panthers. Baker against his old squad. Um, but um, we we're not we have to support Christian. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean Baker and Christian on the same team, so that works out for us. I'm just saying, no matter what, we have to choose the side that <laughs> like Christian McCaffrey. Like. Yeah, like it, um, that's what I'm saying. It's not really a question for me. So you're going with Panthers. Uh, yeah, of course. Doing... I, of and course also, I the Browns are starting Jacoby Brissett as oh, quarterback. We're, we're going. We're definitely going with Panthers. <laughs> So we're going Panthers. Yeah. Um, um, it's so fun. Not like funny, actually, but I, I haven't really thought about this matchup too much. The only thing, I just feel like the Deshaun Watson suspension mm. was like the main headline that was like occupying like the team. Yeah. And also, I feel like it's a little bit of like a revenge situation for Baker because he was not really treated well on the way mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to play with a little bit of vengeance, which would, which would work well for the Panthers in that situation. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see Miles Garrett. Oh, yeah. Excited. Stud. Um, Colts, Texans. 
Colts. There's nothing more to say there. The Texans <laughs> got swept by the Colts last season. Like, um, yeah. I'm going Colts. I mean, you have a great runner, a good line. You actually have a quarterback. The Texans have Davis Mills. Yeah. No, we're definitely going with the Colts, yeah. Yeah. All right. Saints, Falcons. Ooh. I'm going to go. Oh, sorry, Carly. Go ahead. No, go. Go ahead. I'm going to go Saints. Yeah. Um, I don't. I actually don't. It's going to be a close game because both of these teams are like mm-hmm. a slightly above average. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like. Well, I'm so curious what Marcus Mariota is going to look like. I was like. just going to say, if you guys listen to our Giants episode, Carly touched on this, but it'll be a very interesting question mark. So, Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Saints. Okay. Um, I really think that also, like, just another Ohio Stanford for me, we got Chris Olave mm-hmm. with his debut, and I'm excited for that. Um, True. So, no, we we got some really good, like, we have some really, really good um, rookies this season to watch out for. In week for one, sure. So I like that. It is exciting to see those guys. Um, Ravens, Jets, the Jets' home opener. They welcome the Ravens to town. Do you have any and, friends oh, that are Joe Jets Flacco. Fans, yes, I do. And Joe yeah. Flacco will be starting for the Jets. <laughs> oh, against his old team. Oh, against the team he won a Super Bowl with. Look at that. I'm not. I don't think the Jets will win. Look Even though they, they upgraded their whole secondary, yeah, and super hyped about it. But I think the Ravens. But um, I think the Ravens I just, too. I forgot. Yeah, Joe Flacco against the whole team. Look at that. Um, Jaguars, Commanders. That's just like what kind of like, I don't want to watch <laughs> that game. <laughs> um, I mean, like at least they have Doug Peterson, and we have um a good coaching staff with a plan Trevor to Lawrence. kind of. Help Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Etienne is back from his injury at running back. I was going to say, got an impact in the backfield. Yeah. Um, Commanders, it's uh, Carson Wentz. Um, And I do like Gibson at running back. Yeah. Um, And they have McLaurin at wide receiver. Oh, so the commanders won't have Chase Young for the opener? Okay. Oh, shit. It hurts the rest of the front. Okay. Oh, it was from his injury last year? Yeah, so I feel like... No, I'm, I'm going to go Jaguars. You know what? Let's take a gamble. Dougie P, we're coming for your team. We <laughs> like it. We like it, Dougie P. We're here for Not it. Not Dougie P. Dougie P, we're here for it. You didn't mention the Giants yet, right? Jags, Jags. No, it's, we're coming up. We're getting there. We're coming up. We're getting there. Oh, when we get there, I'll take my deep dive and... Into, oh, some other, yes. into some other things I have I, to I have a lot to say about. Yeah, obviously. I want the rant for sure. <laughs> yeah. The first rant of the football season is right. coming after this. Yeah. Packers, Vikings. Packers. I need to think about it. Um, I the Vikings have like some great weapons, obviously, like Justin Jefferson, yeah. Dalvin yeah. Cook and all that, but I don't like Kirk Cousins <sighs> at all. And you have Aaron Rodgers on the other side. Yeah, I feel like that's what makes me feel like, yeah, I'm going to go Vikings. Yeah. Oh, you're going Vikings? I'm going to go Vikings, not okay. Packers. It's all. Yeah. I don't want to. We can't. 
be the same, Carly. No, we can't. I need to. I need to spice it up. Like, I mean, I do. I agree. I, I say yes because I see your point about the Packers. Like, whenever you have Aaron Rodgers, it's like. But I don't but know. I don't. I mean, I think it, Vikings have weapons, so. Um, yeah, they yeah. have a good offense, and Kevin O'Connell should be good leading them. So leading yeah. their offense. So. All right, here we go. Giants, Titans mm-hmm. in Tennessee. I'm gonna go Titans. I can't pick. I'm not. I can't make a pick. Really? I can't. I will never pick my own team. I can't do it. I will never pick. I will never bet. I will never do any of that. I just can't. Okay. Um, I think it's bad luck. Like the media weeks leading up to the Super Bowls, the two Super Bowls Giants have been in yeah. in oh, recent years. Mm-hmm. Um, I like could not watch any ESPN leading up to it. Oh my because god! Because they do all their picks, and I was like, I can't watch this. It's bad luck. <laughs> like I didn't want not watch any like sports center um, ESPN nothing. Yeah. So, but wait, can I say something really funny though? Yeah. So the Giants and the Titans, like both their names are obviously like symbolic for representing something large. And I saw this really <laughs> funny like comment. I didn't think of. And I saw like this funny comment on Twitter about like ironically like both teams are like nicknamed for like their giant like nicknames, but they're both gonna come up small. And I was like, oh great, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, they're both gonna come up small. Not not the best matchup. That's people. funny. Yeah. Okay. So here's here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Hold on. So um last week. Um okay, let me preface this. Sure. This is gonna be about Blake Martinez. So, Blake Martinez, the Giants acquired him from the Packers a couple years ago as a free agent. Um, during free agency, he, I really like him. He's a great interior linebacker, really smart, instinctive, strong, good burst, like can get to the ball, like really sniffs things out, like tackling machine. And... I was, like, super excited to see him back. He got injured last year with an ACL tear. I was super excited to see him back. And he even took a pay cut to stay with the team because the Giants were put over the cap by the way Gettleman managed the team. Last week, I'm sitting at a bar when Thursday evening, and I get the ESPN update that the Giants have released Blake Martinez. And I am, like, losing my mind. I'm like, why? Why? Like, he is talented. He's smart. He's a great leader. He had an insane number of tackles for us the year before he was hurt. What He took a pay cut for us. Like, what is going on? Right. And I'm, like, looking up. I'm like, did he say something? Did he do something? Like, that would be super out of character for him. Like, what the hell? Did he get in a dispute with someone? What the hell? And the reasoning, allegedly, is that he didn't fit in the new scheme that Wink Martindale, the new um, defense coordinator for the Giants, is running. So you're not, you're just really done. Are you, do you feel like you're defeated and done already? I'm like, just, and I, I get it. I don't have a coaching perspective. I have a scouting perspective in this. Right. right. And to me, in this, the perspective is this guy makes your team better. Right. In a lot of ways. Right. His the person that will be replacing him is a downgrade. Yeah. Immediately making 
what's out on the field not as good. Yeah. And I was always told like it like does this guy upgrade? Does this guy upgrade? Does this guy upgrade? If he doesn't, then like you really need to consider what you're doing. And it's it might have been a possibility that like the coaches and the scouts were disagreeing here and, and the coaching staff just said like he doesn't fit, like we don't want him. Right. Even even if he like might be a better player individually, he doesn't fit. Yeah. So I was like very, very frustrated. Um for me, like I don't think you should force players into a scheme like chip kelly was no was notorious for doing that when he came to the nfl yeah he like forced all these players into the scheme like that's how he like ruined demarco murray when he came to the eagles like and i hate that but i do think if you have a player that's super valuable and makes your team better there are ways where you can adjust your scheme and the defense that you run and some of the things you do so that way that player can still fit yeah do you think Besides, like, Carly, like, fitting in with this new Giants era, do you think it had anything to do with the injury from last season, the ACL injury? I don't know. He seemed fine. I mean, he was completely dressed at every um, practice. Like, there was no yeah. setbacks. And I feel like the, I feel like the Giants, like, didn't say much about it when they were asked. Yeah, it so. was. Which is why, like, I was looking for articles about it, and it was really just like, oh, he didn't fit. In the yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, like I'm looking for a little more guys. You're looking- like, give me a little bit more. Thank yeah. you. So I bet you though I'm gonna be screaming at the TV. Like if someone misses a tackle, like one of the linebackers misses a tackle, I'm gonna be like, Blake would have had that. Yeah. Exactly. It's He's a very be- short tackler, which is lost on a lot of these players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's my first rant of football season. It it was bound to happen with the Giants earlier than later. Yeah, it's true. Get ready for more. Oh, I'm um. excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish this up. Raiders, Chargers. That's going to be a really good game. That's going to be That's fun. a sweet game. Is that like the top game? I'm trying to think of what the best one is. Bucks, Cowboys will be a good game. That'll be a good one, right? Yeah. But this, um. this is going to be a really sweet matchup. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, oh, my God. I don't know. <gasps> Oh my god! Because like now, with like Devonte Adams is such a playmaker. Um, he's so freaking strong. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Sh- I'm gonna go Chargers. Shit, because they're Cause home. And they have the unquestionable, like, superior defensive front with Cleo Mack and. Agree. Now that they and both. Uh, uh... Wait. Okay. Um. This is going to be a really good game. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, but then... The Raiders have a good defense. I know. I was just going to say... I'm going yeah. Chargers. You're going to go Chargers? I'm going to go Chargers. I think the Raiders don't have as good as a line, and they've also... um, Like, they haven't drafted that well. Like, they've done run well in free mm-hmm. agency, but they mm-hmm. haven't drafted that well. They've, like, cut a lot of their recent top picks yeah um i'm yeah so i'm gonna go chargers okay oh also i think the chargers do have a better line because you have like rashawn slater that they took last year who's like a sweet tackle um, yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna agree with that okay this will be a good game wow i'm I excited <laughs> oh they play at the same time as the giants oh well. carly's like oh <laughs> <laughs> um chiefs cards in in Arizona. I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. Yeah. 
support so support our guy, Trav. Your boy, your boy, my Trav. boy. Tra- <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's 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 fair. Um, Although he did not do Kayla justice, and will always defend Kayla. This is a pro Kayla podcast. We're gonna back the women here. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, Bucks Cowboys is the Sunday night game. Uh, I'm I. I have to take the Bucks here as um, my loyalties. I'm gonna take the Bucks too because I just can't stand the Cowboys. But I also think the Bucks are great, and they added they're. I mean, they're all, they're still stacked. I mean, they don't have Gronk anymore. Um, they added Julio Jones, which is like wild. Like it's literally a Tampa has become like a retirement home for elite. Oh my God. for like elite players it's not that they're bad anymore it's like where they want to go before they're done it's like their their last hurrah they're gonna give everything they got and it's like they're these incredible players i really want to see todd bowles and his debut like not seeing bruce arians will be interesting you know like it'll be yeah. an adjustment bruce so is I gonna can... be drinking somewhere <laughs> loving his life <laughs> loving his life yeah i bowls back as a head coach yeah yeah I think it's going to be better for him this time around. Literally, yeah. So, and then we wrap up the week with Broncos Seahawks, and it's Russ's return to Seattle. Russ's return, like a top headline, truly. And he he uh, said he wasn't going to be emotional about it. He's like, I just got to go in there and play football. I can't think about the other things because then it'll be a distraction. Right, it'll affect his performance on the field, and he can't let that happen. Even though yeah. it probably will be really difficult for him and emotional, but you got to turn right. those off as an athlete yeah. sometimes and put your best performance on the field, and then afterwards you can kind of take it in. Exactly. Because, you know, he is such a competitor, and he wants to win for his new squad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so going to be a really know. exciting week. What? Who are you taking, though, for that game? Oh. Oh. Uh, 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 I'm going to go with the Broncos. Um, I actually, yeah, like, I think they have some good weapons. Russ, obviously. I'm not sure what his protection is going to look like, but um, I don't really, like, feel that great about um, Seattle starting Geno Smith. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) that's probably why I got to go Broncos on on that one. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Seahawks. Yeah, like the the uh, Seattle depth chart mm-hmm. QB wise is mm-hmm. Geno Smith, Drew Locke. <laughs> I don't know, Carly. I don't know. I'm just like I'm just feeling it. Yeah. All right. You know, sometimes you get a gut feeling. Sometimes you just got a feeling. Yeah. I'm just got a feeling. I'm really excited. Football's back. I'm hype. It's Sunday exciting. morning is Giants game day. I'm gonna roll out of bed in my jersey. <laughs> Um, Hoboken is going to be like, what the hell's going on? Like, where did this girl come from? Why is there screaming coming from First Street? Like, what's happening? See, the I'm thing so is, your, your roommates, um, I, I guess you don't know. Are they into football? Like, do they watch? Um, they're like, they like to like hang out while okay. people watch. But like, I feel they, like you're they, know, alone. they know I'm really about, well, one of my guy friends lives in Jersey City, and yeah. him and his boys do mm-hmm. stuff every week, so go and hang with the boys. <laughs> like even, usual. I think, I think even new? they will be, like, alarmed. Um, I know. I told my friend, I was like, I'm gonna bring my challenge flag and my penalty flag. Oh my god! <laughs> you have a challenge flag? I do. It was a Hanukkah present from my father. <laughs> 
I really want to watch one game with you so I can see this live. I'm kind of scared also for like my mental well-being. My mom is like really scared sometimes sitting next to me on the couch. She's like, is it okay right now? And, and they're like, so bad. Yes or no. The Giants are just so angry. So the really funny thing is too, like I'll use my challenge flag sometimes in non-sports situations as a joke. <laughs> like I'll like just pull it out of a bar. That's so funny. Challenge like you're mad. Play. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Nope. <laughs> so I'm excited. Woo-hoo. Good week ahead. Football's here. I can smell it in the air. It's good. Yep. It's good. But we're going to wrap up here, guys. You know where to find us. Next one up pod at gmail.com. Next one up podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll see you guys next week with uh, hopefully a Giants W. <laughs>